We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. With just four words, 18 days of horror for one family was brought to a close and gave tear-filled joy to a nation that had held its collective breath. My name is Cleo. Four-year-old Cleo Smith says as she smiles to a veteran detective wearing a body cam before she is told she is going to be taken to see her mummy. Looking shocked but amazingly composed with lights in her face, Cleo is carried out in the arms of a WA police officer and is spoken to by a senior detective who worked on the case. When he introduces himself as Cameron and then asks if she's okay, Cleo nods her answer. He then tells Cleo they are going to take her to mummy and daddy and ask if that's good. She nods vigorously but never says a word. One of Australian law enforcement's largest and most complex cases ended at 12.46am Perth time when the toddler was rescued from a locked room in a locked empty house just seven minutes away from her Carnarvon home. The property was also only two minutes from the police station where 100 detectives, data analysts and specialist investigators working under Task Force Rodia had been been frantically looking for her since October 18 when she vanished from a camping trip at the blowholes in McLeod about a 50-minute drive away. We were looking for that needle in the haystack. Then late last night, they found that needle, an emotional WA Police Deputy Commissioner Cole Blanche said. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at the App Store. Australia will not apologise to France over the handling of a dumped $90 billion submarine contract amid accusations Prime Minister Scott Morrison stabbed the European ally in the back. Mr Morrison on Wednesday moved to end the escalating war of words between the two nations, declaring he would not say sorry to French President Emmanuel Macron and urging everyone to just move on. France's ambassador to Australia, Jean-Pierre Thébault, accused the Morrison government of deliberately keeping the French in the dark over plans to cancel the attack class submarine contract in favour of obtaining nuclear-powered vessels with the assistance of the US and the UK. He said France had no issue with Australia but with certain aspects of the Canberra bubble and urged the government to make strong, substantial proposals on how to repair the trust deficit. And we'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. (laughs) Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Thousands of offenders skipped bail last year, but only 8% of them had been made to lodge a financial surety with the court to ensure they turned up. As well, last year, the courts made just 57 offenders who jumped bail surrender their surety, sparking calls for a total overhaul of the state system. The Daily Telegraph can reveal how sureties put up by family and friends to secure bail are rarely chased up as authorities prepare to seize the $4 million home of an alleged drug kingpin whose parents 
Prince put up surety for bail before fleeing. He had claimed to need bail as he was their carer. The Northern Beaches mansion will be the first property forfeited after an offender skipped bail. As Revenue New South Wales said on Wednesday, there was no other record of any property, including houses, being seized by them. And Tyron May's premiership afterglow lasted less than a month. On Wednesday, his pleas for clemency were ignored as the Penrith board decided there was no room at the club for the versatile half. He'd run out of chances as the Panthers acknowledged their responsibilities to the game, our corporate partners, our memberships and fans and the wider rugby league community. Within moments of May's dismissal becoming official, Penrith captain Nathan Cleary was in the crosshairs after he used social media to show support for his friend, former teammate and housemate. Cleary posted an image of he and May accompanied by the words, my brother, no matter what, got you always. The timing prompted a backlash given the wounds of May's departure and the comments that led to his dismissal were still raw. May is close to the Cleary family. He recently posted an image with Nathan's sister Indy, which prompted suggestions they were seeing each other. The post that led to his sacking began with an image of May leaving court in which he narrowly avoided jail over leaked sex tapes. He was flanked by Ivan Cleary. Nathan Cleary's motives may have been innocent. He no doubt wanted to show support for a friend. And that's the latest headlines from the Daily Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the U.S., and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.